You're listening to My HR Buzz, brought to you by My HR Concierge. Hosted by Chris Cooley, we'll bring you various topics and guests to shed light on the often confusing world of HR and also employee screening. We'll be putting the human in human resources. I want to thank you for joining us today on the My HR Buzz podcast. Um, I do want to encourage you, uh, as we do every time, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, all of those normal places that you um, get your podcast from. So please do that, that we can always be up to date on the latest information that we provide. Uh, today, we have Kim Lewis with us. Uh, Kim is a client development manager at uh, My HR Screens. And Kim, I appreciate you joining us today. My pleasure. Well, what we want to talk about today is with My HR Concierge, one of the big things that we do, obviously, for our clients is risk mitigation. We want to make sure that they stay out of, our clients stay out of trouble, and that we can give them the most defensible um, stance if they ever do have any type of uh, issues that come up. So one of the things that really prompted this um, discussion on uh, background checks and how it can reduce uh, clients' uh, risk is the fact that uh, we had a client and we had talked to them many times about background checks. And they, they didn't want to do it for, for, they had their reasons. And, you know, as we were going through, all of a sudden they had hired someone and it, scuttlebutt got around. And through that scuttlebutt, it was found out that uh, that employee had uh, been arrested and convicted of um, sexual uh, molestation. And so this, this business was a, was a restaurant and the, this individual was working with, 16, 17-year-old kids at this restaurant, and the employer didn't know it. And obviously, one, from a moral perspective, we, we didn't want anything to happen there. Two, from a risk perspective, that employer had a huge risk um, because they hired this person and did not know about their background uh, when they could have via a simple background check. And so that's one of the things that kind of prompted this that we thought would be a great, a great topic to talk about and Kim is, is, is knowledgeable and has been working with in this in screening field for many, many years. And, and Kim, so tell us, so at, as these employers, um, what, are, what are kind of ways that employment, uh, that clients can reduce their risk via uh, employment screening? Well, the most obvious is to have a, a very rigorous pre-employment uh, background screening uh, policy in place making sure that you run this um, in a consistent manner um, and, you know, you kind of tailor your packages to, um, say, a hiring set that you have, management, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, That is where we kind of step in and listen to the client, the kind of industry they're in, who they're hiring, for what positions they're hiring, and we actually go in and sit down and tailor with them the packages that are going to give them the most information and that will allow them to hire the, the person that's going to not only have the correct skill set that they're looking for, but also that they are protected and have run their level of due diligence um, to the best of their ability. Um, I, I have a, a client that just has come on board, as a matter of fact. They were using another um, uh, screening company. 
and she has one a couple through and only running an MJD, which is a multi-jurisdiction check. Um, that needs to be backed up a county check for any kind of information that comes back on that multi-jurisdictional check. So we have kind of gone in and looked at what they're used to be doing, let her know that we will release only a fully compliant background check, which does include backing up that MJD. And we have kind of helped her close uh, a gap that she didn't even realize that she had uh, in her screening process. So that, that's another big way that a, a competent screening company can help you. Yeah, I think that's a great point because uh, so many um, business owners don't really understand kind of the back end of the screening industry, if you will. Um, what makes it compliant? What are those things that need to be done to make sure that they're getting the best information? And I'll be honest, before we got into this, uh, we've been, I've been in this industry um, probably 12 years. And before I got into the industry, I, I didn't understand it. And right. so I know a lot of people don't. So that's a very good point uh, about the, the, the multi-jurisdictional database search and just one of the ways that we can help mitigate that risk. So from a pre-employment perspective, what are typical background check packages? I know you mentioned that you will help tailor that uh, for each client, but what, what's typically included in those? Well, you know, if you take uh, the medical field, typically they will want to run the medical sanctions. They'll want federal, state, and local uh, criminal background screenings. They will also want us to verify a professional credential. Um, and the professional uh, references seem to be very important um, in you know, making sure that we get co-workers or supervisors that they've worked with uh, to kind of add a little bit of uh, onto the uh, background check. And of course, we always do the education verification to make sure that you know, those, those credentials and degrees are in place that match up with the job description. Um, in the trucking industry, um, of course, the driving records are important. Uh, we also do DOT uh, employment verifications. So it's, it's basically listening to the client and then suggesting what they should do um, with their industry. Because a lot of, a lot of uh, companies, they've just never had anybody to sit down and actually listen to what they need and say, if I were you, this is what I would be running for that particular industry or job description. Okay, thank you. And, that, and I think, you know, that's, that's important because to so many people, a background check is a background check, right? right. There, but, but there's a lot of nuance to it. Uh, yes. and, and I really, you know, for, uh, you know, employers out there, uh, you know, we really suggest that you kind of understand what you're getting when you select a background check uh, package uh, to make sure that it does meet your needs. Uh, so, so that's, that's very important. And, and so as we run these pre-employment background checks, um, how does that, we talked a little bit about some of the scenarios and the issues, but what are the ways that that reduces an employer's risk? Well, I mean, number one, you're going, number one is to provide as an employer a safe, comfortable work environment for your staff, okay? Um, if, if everybody there knows that everybody is being background checked, it automatically in my opinion, boosts the morale of the company. I know it does for me. Um, 
also, you are making sure that you have done to the best of your ability, identified anything that might be of importance, workplace, um, any kind of a criminal record that might be a deal breaker with the candidate or with the, with the client, excuse me. Um, and it also with the drug testing um, to make sure it's very important to most companies that they do indeed uh, have a drug-free safe workplace for their employees. And that seems to be gathering a lot of steam here lately. Every client that I'll speak with about background screenings always want to encompass the drug testing as well, because it's just one more thing that they can do to make their employees feel better, become compliant, and make sure that they mitigate as many risks as possible for negligent hiring. Uh, negligent hiring lawsuits are extremely uh, costly to companies. So we do everything in our power to help them avoid that. Yeah, and I, I agree that negligent hiring, uh, that, that, that's an example. Uh, the example I had earlier about that company that hired the sex offender, that's, a, that's, very, that's what that is, right? We hire yes. somebody, we should have known something was going on. And I can give you another example. Uh, I know I worked at a company years and years ago. Uh, when I got there, uh, that company never did background checks or drug testing. And for us, what we did is we sent people into, uh, we sent our employees into people's homes to do service work, essentially. And so one of the first things I did when I got there was said, we, we have to um, background check and drug test to make sure that the people that we're sending into someone's home, um, you know, that it's safe. And so when we did that, we did a blanket background check on everybody, everybody in the company. We had about 400 employees. So we ran background checks on all 400. And what we found was we had convicted sex offenders that we were sending into people's homes. And so they could have been in that home uh, with, you know, with someone's wife, someone's mother uh, alone. And obviously bad things really could have happened. Uh, fortunately, they did not. Uh, but at least at that point, we knew what we were uh, dealing with. We knew the, uh, of those individuals. We knew of their background. And then we could make sure that we handle those in the appropriate way. And so I think a lot of companies would be really um, shocked to know uh, if they're not background checking, you know, what could, could, what risks they could have within their business. Um, also, one thing you mentioned is, is drug testing, which is kind of a hot topic right now because yeah. so many states are going uh, to where they're allowing, uh, they're legalizing marijuana, um, either for, for medical, for recreational, whatever that may be. So how do you, uh, from, a, from an employer perspective, what are you seeing happening uh, for drug test as it relates to THC, which is uh, essentially marijuana? Well, I mean, if it is in a state where that is an issue, that's another way that we can kind of step in and guide our clients because we can offer drug testing products that do not check for THC. So that's another way that we can make their life easier. They don't even have to think twice about it. And we can give them a compliant drug test um, you know, without them having to even think about it. So um, you know, if, if it is a state, we are aware of what states those are, and we order the appropriate uh, drug testing products. And as a matter of fact, we tailor out their platform 
to where the products that they are going to utilize that do not contain that THC are the ones that are available to them on their platform so that they do not make an error. That's great. And, and you know, the drug testing, um, you know, we have found um, some companies because of that are you know, reluctant to do the drug testing. But what we do know from a risk perspective is that if you have an employee that's under the influence and they are driving a company vehicle, Correct. or it could just be the individual that goes to the post office to get the mail, Correct. even though they're not in a company vehicle, they are on company business. And if for some reason they are driving uh, impaired, then, and there's an accident, then that company can be on the hook. Uh, and I'll give you an example of that. Again, a company I worked with years and years ago, um, we had a, um, a person that worked in, in one of the offices that basically would go home for lunch and, and smoke marijuana. And so uh, when the risk for the company with that is that was the person that also went to the post office and ran errands and those kind of things. So if they would have been under the influence and had, a, had an accident, we could have had a serious problem on our hands. So, you know, it's very important to, I believe to your point, to have that all encompassing employment screening. And it's not just, it's not just at hire. Uh, It's also what happens going forward, right? Because just because they, there's no criminal uh, record when you hire them does not mean something happens thereafter. So from that perspective, Kim, what do you typically see from that post-employment process as far as screening goes? Well, you know, a lot of a lot of companies do the pre-employment and they never think twice when they get a clean report back uh, about screening again. And and I, I I caution them because, you know, you monitor, particularly in your scenario where you were saying someone who goes to the bank on their on, you know, their lunch break or runs to the post office on company business. If you're not an ongoing monitor of those in that they have an enforced driver's license, it's a clear one, um, you're opening yourself up to risk. Um, Normally, it is the motor vehicle um, reports and the criminal records that we can provide ongoing monitoring. Um, Someone may be absolutely clear when you hire them, but two years into employment, they could have committed a criminal offense that you will not know about. If you go ahead and keep that criminal background monitoring in place, you'll be alerted uh, to anything that comes up um, in the meantime, and you can deal with it uh, appropriately. Um, Another idea is when you are hiring from within, say a promotion, um, go ahead and if it's a financial position, go ahead and run um, an employment credit check or you know, those kinds of things that kind of keeps, and then, you know, and another thing, getting back to the morale point, if everybody knows that everybody is kind of held to the same standard, everybody kind of feels a little bit better. Do you know what I mean? Because it keeps the people in your, in your place of employment secure, that they're coming into a safe workplace. And that's very important. And I've heard that over and over and over again, over the past year, um, employers want to make sure that their staff feel safe coming to work. No, that's good. I think you're spot on as far as the, the monitoring goes with the, with, with criminal, the credit, the motor vehicle and so forth. Uh, I know we had a client 
a few years ago, uh, they did pre-employment testing, but they did not do the ongoing monitoring. And they were a medical company. And what they found was, was they had an employee that, again, through the grapevine, through the scuttlebutt, they found out that they had an employee that had been arrested for drug dealing. And they didn't know it. Uh, and this would, it, it was, a, it was not a, it was not a charge that put them in jail, but they were, uh, they were convicted of that and they had no clue. And really the only way they knew was they had employees that again, through the grapevine, it got back to them that they had been arrested. And so there are, there are things like that, uh, DUIs, um, those kind of things that occur that you would not get if you're not doing that monitoring. And again, it's, it's what you don't know is what's going to get you. So you could have, uh, you know, for instance, that person that, has, that now has that DUI that you're not aware of, they're out driving a company vehicle or they're out on company time uh, and an accident occurs and it ends up maybe they're, they're impaired when it happens. So there's, there's a ton of risk there uh, if, we, if we're not doing what we need to do to make sure that, those, that our employee base meets the standards that we, that we require. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, those kinds of things, you know, if, if employees do not feel like they have a safe work environment, you could lose an employee who's been with you for 10 years just because they don't feel stable um, in their environment. And then you open yourself up to losing money through recruiting. You're going to have to train someone, the knowledge loss to your team. And then it also impacts, and you really can't put a, a price tag on this, it impacts the morale of your company, which is very important. That's right. Because everybody knows, uh, look, when, in, when you work with somebody eight hours a day, everybody knows everybody else's business. Mm-hmm. And if they know that there are people that have been convicted or they're on drugs or whatever that may be, uh, it, it can lead to morale issues and, and those things, just as you said. So I think that's a great point. So, so as we wrap up, is there anything else that, um, that you believe that we need to, to get across today? Just that, you know, if you are working with um, a screening company and have someone you can communicate with, um, have someone that's going to take the time to put everything else on hold and listen to what that particular client needs, whatever the case may be, and, and help them. Because we can work hand in hand with HR departments, um, we can take a large burden off of their shoulders by being a fully compliant background screening company. We can do their employment verifications. We can do their educations. We can take a big burden off of their HR department. And we work hand in hand with HR departments all over the country. Um, And they don't have to think about it twice because they know if we see something lacking or there's a hole in their screening process, we're going to let them know, and we're going to tell them how to fix it. Well, great. Well, I, re- I really do appreciate uh, you joining us today. And again, this is Kim Lewis with My HR Screens. Uh, I do encourage you, if you do have screening needs, give Kim a call. And Kim, how, how can they reach you? It's my pleasure. Uh, my contact information, my number is 866-899-8970, extension 118, or you can always email me at k the letter K, L-E-W-I-S, at myhrscreens.com. And I will be more than happy to help you with anything you need. 
Thank you. Well, we do appreciate you joining us. And we do appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast joining us today. And you, by all means, you can always contact myself as well. Again, it's Chris Cooley at C-C-O-O-L-E-Y at myhrconcierge.com. Or you can con- contact us at 855-538-6947. And the extension is 108. Uh, we do encourage you again, subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to have you. Love to have you listening. Uh, and that way also you always have the most up-to-date information. And again, we, we want to thank you for, uh, for joining us today and have a great day.